Uh, that's a wrap. <laughs> You're everything okay over there, Chad? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we got, are we rolling? Am I on, am I on film? You are on, on, yeah. Yeah, camera one? Yeah. Camera two? Camera We're three? Good. We're good. We're good. Camera. You're good. Just one, two, three. We good? One. Wait. Maybe that's one over there because he's the boss. When it comes to the casting of the pods. Yeah. Sup, pods? Slappercast, episode number 76. Podner? Yeah, don't sound so excited about it, The spirit of 76, y'all. Little, little, little few technical hurdles today, but everything's fine now, thanks to Eric graciously loaning, 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 (laughs) loaning, loaning us the the Uh, use of his phone. He's filming himself with his phone right now. That's nothing egotistical about that at all. It's like a very, very long selfie. It's the, oh. Yeah. Hmm. About that. Yeah. Long selfie. So what's new, kids? God, everything and nothing. Um, we have, we have, uh, we have to, first of all, before we do anything, we have to thank everybody for tuning in on Friday. And what a great, great, great fun time that was. Uh, recording that that was uh, we met Jason you if you've if uh, if you tuned in you noticed that there was a lot of camera work a lot of uh, different angles and new uh, formats in 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 the way the the video was executed that was all our friend Jason you who's going to be uh, we're going to be meeting with today speaking about a video mm-hmm. blackguards going to shoot the very first video mm. and uh, uh, but back to the Friday thing we we had we had met. Jason and uh, uh, Jason's a, a local. He's a Houstonian, and um, we had met him. We, we, we we've all known. Actually, Eric's worked with him many times before. I have, and we've met him at many of the Continental shows. He's a local musician. He's also a. a he's a. a he works audio for Root Sports. He does the Astros and the Rockets game. Houston Astros, Houston Rockets, and uh, that's all. That's all there really is, isn't there? Isn't there actually nothing else? So he's... Um, there was a soccer team, right? Was there? The Dynamo? Yeah. Yeah, they're okay. I don't, think, I don't know if he works for them or not. He, he works for Roots Sports, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. Just Are they that? on Roots? We'll have to look so. that up. Over to you in the studio, Chuck. Chuck. Um, <laughs> so, so we met him, and he came out, and he did it just to kind of get a feel for the band and t- check out some new gear that he had purchased. And so incredibly hard worker just never stopped i mean he worked harder than all of us put together on that that and and, uh you know uh, the the connection wasn't the best but you can tell in the in the 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 final product what a just wonderful yeah product you know what uh, jobby did on the on the on the shooting of the video and that's going to be better next time we just uh we got so close up to the start time that we didn't have time to yeah. Kind of figure out. Yeah, we had two full hours of setting setting everything up. And, um, you know, the PA gets set up in no time, but we also have to change change all the settings of the instruments because we have Jason coming in doing the, the taping and he wants the, the sound right and blah, blah, blah. So it was, it was, it, it was very fun. And, uh, again, everybody's generosity blew, just blew us away. We're, we're so grateful and so... Just delighted to have everybody watching. It was, it was great to, to to read all the comments yesterday. And uh, excuse me, uh, the, the you know really looking forward to shooting a video as well. But the the and also big thanks to Keith for yes know, for again at A and A Supplies for uh, just graciously clearing out the way and cooling down the warehouse and just uh, letting us play there anytime. He was adamant. About coming back uh, often, often, yeah, and vo- and vociferous. About yes, it. Yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, a, it's, and that place is for sale, by the way. It is three million. Are you gonna buy it? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's a wow. What a what a huge warehouse. Do you know the square footage on it? Uh, I don't. It's something like because it's that lot and it's the lot across the street where the parking is. Yes. And I think I, I can't. I can't remember how much. Yeah, if you're looking for a warehouse, it's, it's, this is right off uh, Interstate 45 and pr- practically Main Street and 45, and uh, center of the world as far as we're concerned in Houston, Texas. And it's uh, 
the it's a nice, big, big, big property. Sturdy, sturdy, sturdy building. I mean, we've played in it a few times now. We haven't even chipped a chipped and a brick. That's, and that's one of three warehouses on that lot. He's got three warehouses on that lot, and we play in the we play in the front one. There's two more in the back, plus the the brick building where he lives. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, a lot of land, a lot of yeah. property, and to to open it up to us all the time, anytime is so generous. So we're we're especially grateful to Keith. And, uh, and like I said, everybody for tuning in, what a, what, what a night we saw, we saw all our friends, we saw Jeff's family up and we saw, we, uh, mm-hmm. we had, uh, dedicated songs to uh, Jeff's family up in Canada and New Brunswick. And, uh, and actually we want to we also want to say happy birthday to Kathy Duncan. It's her birthday today. It's oh, yeah. not ah. this Tuesday. It's a couple of days ago, but we're on time. You're not just so you know. Mm. So happy birthday, Kathy Duncan. We love you. 21. Yeah. yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. And what a, what a coincidence. Podcast number 21. Wow. Yeah. Who <laughs> you chats? I'm stop. <laughs> My head. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. Back to you, Chuck. <laughs> Chad. We have no questions. So uh, the one that. thing that Bob did send me was he sent me, and I can't access it now because my phone is being used for better purposes, but he did say, he sent me a, a list of things that happened in the music world from 16 years ago when Blackguards was first formed. Oh, wow. And the only thing that I can remember off the top of my head that stuck out was that was the year that not only did the New England Patriots win a Super Bowl again, but that was the infamous wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. 16 years ago? Yeah. Wow. I thought it was last year. It's every year in this mind. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, I haven't watched one Super Bowl ever. So it's a lot to take in. Yeah. We did play the, we did play that, that block party one time for the, for the, when the Super Bowl was in Houston, we played on the, practically on the doorstep of the. Which one? The, mo- the most recent one? Yeah. The, 2015? Yeah. Was it 15? How do you or know? Or 2016. This? 16. That's an oldies band played that one too. Did you? We played down at the Discovery Green. Oh. We Fox, played, Fox Sports was, had a big, huge yeah. thing down there. We played was that one we were across the street from Leon's in that yeah. parking lot? Okay. The Serpent and the yeah. Cobra. It might have been right, before. Right. Huh? I don't know. That wasn't 20, that wasn't four years ago, was it? I don't know. I don't know. Sounds they, right. They told Keep me track of this Bowl. stuff? Come on. Huh? Because <laughs> there's been at least two Super Bowls in that stadium. There has? Yeah. Houston. Yeah. Nice Whoa. stadium, nice big stadium, nice brand new stadium. Well, at least it was when the the not the Rockets, the uh, Texans. Texans got started there. Wow, I thought there was only one. I think they've had two. me for sports stuff. You know, come on, uh, you know, Chad, yeah. come on, you're, you're the <laughs> yeah, sport Chad. guy. I don't know. Yeah, no, he, all these bands got asked. Sports guy. He's not. A, he's not a, <laughs> all these yeah. bands got asked to play it, and we played basically the last set before the game started. So there was still a bunch of people there, but they were all starting to you know go off to their various. Yeah, um, watch parties, and in fact, Lance, my buddy Lance Smith, and his gal Allison wanted to come down and watch us, and they weren't letting him in the park. They said, was Lance Lance wasn't involved in party in the plaza many moons ago, was he? No. How do I know Lance? Well, Lance Smith plays guitar for Mike Stinson. That, that's where I know that. Talk. Okay, there's I, I another think I Lance before. Yeah. Okay, different yeah. Lance, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, so we were playing at like I don't know, like four or something like that, and the game was going to start at. 5.30 or whatever. So we were going to play right up till 5. And they were like, they were, don't, you can't come in the park. Everyone's leaving to go watch the game. And people still want to come in and watch the oldies, of course. And they're like, no, you can't come in. They're like, what the fuck? What? Why? Because they wanted to close the park down so they could tear down the Fox Sports. Oh, yeah, or just yeah, keep yeah, people yeah. out of there so that they weren't bothering them during the yeah. game. Because I think they were going to go to the stadium and they wanted to tear down that stage that was up there. Very interesting. Very interesting. Weird. Anyway, so that's that. that Super Bowl with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake was 16 years ago. Wow. When you guys got, when you guys first formed. Yeah. Wacky. Yeah. Super Bowl. What a dumb name for a sporting event. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why they call them bowl games. I don't even know why. No idea. The college thing had been happening for a long, long time before. Like up up north, that thing, the Cotton Bowl. Why is it a bowl? I mean, because the stadium is shaped like a bowl. That's the only thing I can think of, yeah. Maybe. It's dumb. 
Yeah. I, I like sports, but not this year. I'm just kind of like, don't play. Just don't You know, play. I haven't, I, I used to have don't ESPN on my, on my phone and just, you know, just constantly. I have not looked at it. 2020, not once. You don't need to. Nope. Don't care. Um, and speaking of 2020, so, so we're, <laughs> we're, uh, we're, you know, we, last week we were back in the studio again and, uh, yeah, this stuff is actually, tar- you know, we, we said it's been taking shape. Well, unbeknownst to uh, Chad and Eric, last week we, uh, well, I decided to throw another one uh, on the on the record, on the, a new song. So we're uh, probably one or two, one or two. Yeah, yeah. The, the, didn't, the, we, didn't we even play two? We did. Week? We did okay. do two. One, the the what? the one that I wasn't crazy about is 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 kind of changed a little bit. Uh, for the for the sake of the record, because it's um, but anyway. So I think what we should do is, and we were talking briefly before the before the camera started rolling. We were talking briefly about uh, getting the uh, debuting some of these songs, and uh, you know, possibly setting up another live stream with Keith and uh, Jason if he'll if he'll come back, if we can lure him back. Uh, so we're thinking about so. Uh, Actually, I don't think we should think about it. I think we should just do it. Yeah, I think we're so. So I think that you know, if you're uh, checking out any of our sites, uh, just keep an eye out for that. We're going to announce a date and a time, and we're going to debut some new songs for you. And uh, we got we got a whole bunch of stuff that we're. It's just really hard for big mouths to keep shut about. So we're going to uh, we're going to have a couple of announcements coming up here pretty soon that we're very. I'm very excited about, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, I keep, I keep uh, my head going so fast. I've taken up, we were talking about this earlier too. I've taken up getting up early, which means before 11, 10. What getting, defines Patrick's early? Yeah, that's 10, 10 a.m. Is, is early. Is but it? now 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. I've been getting up and running before the, before the, the heat starts. The the well, I think the more important question is what time do you go to bed? Still the same time, <laughs> two, three, four, whatever. See, okay. But the the difference in oh, and, and also we were talking about um, last week fasting. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing the I don't eat between I only eat between twelve and six or it's twelve and seven because I'm late night. That's pretty good. Yeah, and that's a big chunk of time. It's yeah. But you can eat what you want. Uh, I mean, I've just dropped a ton of weight. <laughs> I decided to wear my uh, my yoga pants for the show on uh, uh, last Friday, and Kelly Hunter was on there going, "Whoa, what the hell is that?" You know, he's he's uh, Kelly Hunter's a good friend of ours. Who's uh, he's the uh, he's the head guy. He's the he's the leader of this Segway group. You know, they ride around with the little helmets. Uh, wait, 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 wait. He rides a Segway and is giving you shit about your pants. Yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah and yeah. really interesting kelly <laughs> he's a he, he i mean he grinds that thing out i mean I, he's he got, is he out there grinding let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see if we get another spike in the stats now <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry uh kelly did what now yeah so he's i mean like he you know he he really i mean he gets the top speed out of that thing out of that segue he's just uh he's uh, you know, and he wears the colors too. He's got the, got the, you know, the leather vest and, you know, the, 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 the cool Oakley sunglasses and he goes top speeds of, you know, eight miles an hour on these Segway things. He's, 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 a, he's completely savage. And, uh, anyway, so his, uh, yeah, my, <laughs> besides the eight mile an hour thing, I can't tell how much of this is actually serious. <laughs> there's, there's none of it serious. I just, I was giving him hell for good. I, I shouldn't, I, I should never, I have no business wearing what looked like yoga pants, but uh, the, the truth is my, my jeans are falling. I mean, just the, the weights come off. So the jeans are, they, they all look like, you know, it looks like a mom jean convention the again. Pants and, you wore on Friday. The, the, yeah. The, the, uh, those for the show. The, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say anything, but you know, without sounding, you know, but uh, you did look very skinny in those pants. I'm very, very. It's, <laughs> I, my, I got skinny legs anyway, but the running, it, I, I, I just can't stop running. I just, I don't know what the hell it is. I just every day. What are, well, what are you eating? What am I eating? Between twelve and seven, what do you eat? Uh, you say whatever, but I mean, there's got to be. Uh, uh, well, yesterday was uh, I had steak yesterday and salad and. Uh, oh, that pizza gone. 
No. <laughs> no, it's going to the trash. It's just <laughs> too much. Yeah. It's good though. Yeah. I had a star pizza. A star time. pizza. God. So Houston, go support our friends over at Star Pizza. Wonderful crew. And uh, Buffalo Brewery. Why do I love Buffalo Brewery so much? Their food's fantastic. I know some good friends that work there and uh, great food. Incredible food. I'm sure. That, have you had the beer from there? Oh, yeah. You? Yeah. Mm. You're not a beer drinker. But do you like it? Yeah, they're great. Yeah. They've yeah. got a really nice series of... Uh, what are they called? The bomber bottles. Yeah. Or those things are called. The, the Growlers. Growlers, yeah, whatever they're called. The, those, uh, those are some really good. They have a, a Thin Mint Stout. It's one of my favorites. It's seasonal. Uh, sorry? Thin Mint Stout. <laughs> See, that's why I don't like beer. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff turned. I, I'm glad you like it. I'm sure it's delicious. <laughs> well, our, I, uh, our friend uh, Kim Elson, who uh, we've spoken about on the show before, he was actually a, a cameraman for the Rockets and the Astros for forever. Uh, um, worked for Spor- uh, Fox Sports. Um, Kim introduced me to Ramiro, his friend, and he's a brew uh, meister or whatever over at Buffalo. Nice. So the food, oh, cool. the food's good though. Food's incredible. Are you eating there? No, never been there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Food's incredible. Uh, if 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 you're in Houston or the surrounding areas, I highly recommend that their burgers are great. Chicken sandwiches are great. They're just, but it's it's a. It's 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 a little off the you know it's 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 regular food but it's just they they have their own twist on it really good stuff and you know like I say when, when I'm old enough I'm gonna have I'm gonna try one of their beers but as it goes for right now I'm just gonna let's go. but I, and also the best the best view they're they're right by the where the old rice mills were, were here and um, just up the street from here are they over here yeah, yeah. Sawyer and uh, they, they have a they're they're uh, oh I know exactly where that floor. is and, yeah. and they look right out right to the city yeah. yes yeah, yeah. right across the tracks over downtown yep. incredible view um, if you're you know you're gonna take your take your 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 old man your old lady out for a night that's the place to go beautiful beautiful anyway so big uh, uh, big fan of that place and uh, but yeah the the so so back to the, the this this daytime crap. And uh, well, the other thing I didn't know about was people are into this stuff. These or these morning people are they're friendly. Morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. When say, hey, 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 slow down. I just woke up. I'm liable to it's, well, it's before all the shit of the day is landing in their laps, and you know, yeah. so there's still it's still there's still the brightness and the promise of a new day. And it's guess what? It's the same fucking thing all over again until they, you know, until they get home. So it's fine. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's. Fine. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Chat up about it. Yeah. Yeah, get up. There's something, there's something about getting up early. I mean, we've been getting up early a bit, you know, 7.30, a little bit earlier than we normally do, like you, and kind of going out and doing the exercise thing before it gets too warm and have a couple cups of coffee and you read the news and you look up. It's like, oh, it's only 8.45. Wow, the whole day's ahead of us. Yeah. What are we going to do? Not a goddamn thing. It is. I'm telling you. But it's, I mean, I mean the, the routine's forming. Routine is uh, or now are you still completely off kilter? You still I'm semi nocturnal. Yeah, I've been waking up like sleep, falling asleep around four, anywhere from four to six a.m. <laughs> waking up around noon or before noon sometimes, which is better than yeah. sometimes my my schedule tends to drift a lot. If I don't have to be anywhere at a particular time of day, it'll just drift and you get there. Sometimes we'll go later, later, later. I'll be up and up and up, and I, I'm highly, highly prone to insomnia, which is something that Patrick and I've have related on many times. Just, just one little thing can throw me off, and I won't be able to sleep. So, whenever this, I'm, I'm, whenever my schedule gets like this, it's really difficult for me to get back off, back, move it, you know, skewed more towards those, daylight. Get you on those CBD gummies like I take. See, oh, sleep like a fucking heard, rock. I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't trust that shit. It was, it was funny last fall when we, when we, the last time we went to Ireland, um, because of the jet lag when I came home, I just suddenly found myself on a morning schedule. And I managed to stay there for like three or four months. I was like, this is great. Nice. <laughs> but it didn't last, obviously. But I'm, I'm trying to skew it more. There's no reason for me to be, be on a blackguard sleep schedule right now because, you know, we're not gigging. You know, we're not driving home from Austin, you know, at four or five in the morning anymore. Right. So, but uh, it's just, it's tricky. I don't mind. I've always been a night owl, though. That's kind of just in my DNA. Yeah, me too. The trick to you is make sure you get enough, you get enough sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can uh, lately with going to bed late and waking up early, um, 
Well, the thing with the exercise too, you don't need as much sleep. I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I just, uh, you're talking about. The, I, I the, found that as, to the, be true as well. Yeah. But the other thing is too, like when you're falling asleep, well, in the past, falling asleep, the, you said that the smallest thing can knock you, knock you off that schedule. Mm-hmm. I remember I think it was a couple of weeks ago and I woke up in the middle of the night, had one of those falling feelings mm. and you, 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 yeah. you, 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 when you supposedly land, you jolt your, yourself out of, out of the sleep and boy, I couldn't get back to bed. I was about four in the morning and I'd been, I'd only gone to bed about one. I hate that. And I got up at four. And so I had to get up. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I could do because the, the, yeah, the heart's going and yeah. the, the mind's going, and that's the worst. Like you get, yeah, it's like a dead sleep too. I, and I wish I can never. I'm never able to sink this. Like when where your body's just completely exhausted. Like oh yes, I need to sleep. That when I have that feeling, it's never when I need it to be. Right. It'll be like you say, like like earlier in the evening. And I was like, oh god, I got to lie down. I can't, I can't sleep right now, but I have to. And it'd be nice if I could just sleep through the night. But no, you wake up two hours later. Yeah. Your brain's like, okay, what are we gonna do now? I was like, you're gonna keep sleeping. No, I'm not. <laughs> Come on. God damn it. Welcome to the So This Is 50 podcast. <laughs> God, this has been my story of my life since I was a teenager. Yeah, but the, 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 when you're on the road, I was thinking about this the other day, too, is because that Sweet 16 deals with, anyway, that, to, to be continued. Mm. Um, the, what, when you're just dead tired, you play a show and you drive as far as you can to get to the next one, and you sleep in this crappy hotel that's nowhere in sight of where your van and all your gear is. And you, you lie down, you're just about to hit, you know, you, and then your mind starts going and you're, well, I can't see the van. Oh, I better go check on it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, just every single thing goes through your mind. You just don't sleep. So you get back up the next day and you're groggy and you're driving and you're angry, you know, and then the, the, <laughs> the, and it's, it's sometimes two, three weeks of that. And it's just miserable. I understand too, you, you know, the, um, Lemmy spoke about, you know, how much speed they used to do. And, you know, but then you, you realize, too, when you get past a certain age, how important sleep is, mm-hmm. how important, you know, the hours are. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I just couldn't imagine with that amount of speed and alcohol and, and you know, their touring schedule. You know, I always say that it, it, it definitely is easier on them, even with all that stuff, because they're not, Loading their own gear, they're not. Yeah. They're not lumping their own gear. I mean, we're setting right. up PA's yeah. every single night and carrying it in and carrying it out and carrying yeah. it on. And carry- so they can actually sleep in the in the bus or in, whatever. Yeah, yeah, which yeah we we're luxury. Yeah, we don't. And 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 my my unwillingness to let the wheel go, just because I'm so I I I I, I can drive for hours without mm-hmm. uh, without blinking. Yeah. It's 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 difficult then to you know because you, you just don't want to stop before the next you know until you have to. And also right. the, the biggest problem you have too in the van. Well, one of the problems is that there's no place in the van any of the vans we've had where you've been able to actually lie down. Yeah, because you're so tall. Yeah. And there's the other problem. I remember the first time we we had a van. It wasn't um, it wasn't Deirdre. It was one of the rental vans we got. From, yeah. From PV Rentals here in Houston when we drove up to the East Coast, and you were. I remember you were kind of excited about having some time off from driving. Yeah, we got because we had two full benches. Yeah, but you number one, you couldn't fit on. Yeah, <laughs> you went in the back one, which I think was longer. Yeah, and but so you lie down, and Brian, I think Brian Brian Vogel was driving, and I was sitting on the other bench. And you, you I know you'd been probably driving for one of your thirteen, fourteen hour yeah. stretches, you know, so you really needed a rest. And I, I was just sitting there, and all of a sudden. I, I see this motion behind me, and you're just sitting straight up with your sunglasses on. I look at you, and you're like. What's the matter? Can't sleep. Yeah, <laughs> you just couldn't. Uh, you just couldn't shut your mind off. No, but the other thing is too. That was what I remember it distinctly. I, we were in Georgia um, when I gave the wheel up, and uh, I remember lying there. And as you're sleeping, because you've seen nothing but the road for twelve, thirteen, fourteen, whatever it was, and then when you lie down and, and the van starts taking a different direction that you have in your mind mm-hmm. then you're ah you know the you know yeah. the, the, the 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 van's going off a cliff or something so yeah no point in trying to sleep give me the wheel yeah <laughs> I, I can sleep anywhere yeah at any time but yeah. is this a drummer thing because all, all the drummers i've known have been the same way james edwards mike McAloon, and you yeah you can just sleep whenever you want this yeah. is this is a gift that patrick and i do not have yeah I and just, we wish uh, we if i can get myself comfortable enough i'll 
put my head down and I'll be I'll fall asleep. Yeah. Not for not for hours and hours, but I'll definitely get yeah. some, some a couple winks in. Yeah, for sure. Nothing yeah, wrong with that. Love it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. James was notorious for doing that. He would he would fall. Asleep. Not only could he fall asleep at any time, he could fall asleep anywhere, like standing straight up or sitting. And we were. We I were, can't do that, but he, he would fall asleep in the chair and just be like slumped over to one side in the van. Yeah, there's one time we we're about to we we're fixing to leave, um, and to be yeah, to be fair, James was was working a business and playing in the band at the same time, so he was a hardworking guy. We just finished playing at Fido in Austin one time, and he was just sitting on the bench outside the pub and said, man, I'm going to fall asleep before we get to Bastrop. And I said, you're going to fall asleep before you get off that bench. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> and I came back a few minutes later, and I'm sure he passed out. He's the homeless yeah. guy on the bench. Uh, He's the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's hard. It's taxing. It's taxing work, being a drummer. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a job. Yeah. So yeah. what is what is the secret? How, how how are you able to do to do that to fall asleep? I think I have a relaxed personality, and usually between three and six is the prime napping hours in my book. Between three p.m. and six p.m. is the prime time to get a nap, and usually about that time, I'm just like ah, I feel kind of got all the stuff in the morning done. You finish lunch, you got all your afternoon stuff done. Then it's time to relax, and usually that's about the time I'm just like I'm gonna just check out for a second. So. Bob Hope swore up and down that that was the secret to his longevity. Napping? Yes. Huh. Every day. Yeah. Every single day. I haven't had taken a nap in a long time. Well, you haven't been working either. I haven't been working either. So, yeah. So, but I think the last road trip that I took with the derailers, which I think was September maybe, when we drove up to New Mexico, a lot of napping. Yeah. Because it was just Basil drives. He's kind of like you. Basil just gets, it's his van. Yeah. And he just drove all the way up and he drove all the way back. Nobody else. You yeah. want me to drive? No, I got it. Okay. It sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, but there's no point. If, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, like I say, every time you stop, you know, you're, just, you, you're losing time, you're losing your miles, you're losing, you know. So you just, you just keep going until you, you know, have to stop for gas, stretch your legs, and back and do it again. I, I love it. I mean, I love the road for that. I love that. You know, it, it's different too when you're driving in, uh, you know, I, you know, East Texas trying to get out of, you know, into Louisiana, God, it's just, God, just, just forgotten land. It's awful, you know, and then, but at least, you know, when you get into, into Georgia and stuff like that, there's, there's sites and there's. Well, just getting out of Texas is always a chore. Yeah. Obviously going East from here is not too bad, but going North or, or, or West, it's just like, Oh yeah. Are we ever going to get love, out of here? I love the desert. I love oh, I mean, desert. I think it's great, but it's still like, oh, well, we've but, only got six more hours to go. Yeah, what is yeah. it, nine hours to El Paso from here or something like that? Twelve. Twelve? Twelve. I mean. Yeah, I remember getting to San Antonio because we left at night one time. or, or you know, it's, about, it's about two and a half, three could, to San Antonio. We could be all the way yeah. to Missouri in 12 hours if we go north. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Pass it. Yeah. So, so, but I remember being in San Antonio thinking to myself, like, oh, I'm tired already. Yeah. And then get, getting past it. And then once you get past the hill country and it starts to get more desolate and then just more just bleak and then desert, which, I, again, I love, but you can only take so many hours of that crap. You know, then you start, you start coming into the mountains in El Paso and you see that it's just, it, it really it lights you up again. It just gets you, yeah. gets you back. But between there. San Antonio and El Paso, I mean, obviously there's Ozona and Sonora and, Fort Stockton, I mean, those are the places you're going to make sure, look at your gas gauge and be yes. like, okay, we need to stop. Yeah. We have half a tank. We got to stop. We still got to fill yeah. up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just nothing out that way. Yeah. I took my kids out to Big Bend a few years back and just, that's, that was one of the things too. It was just, I, we took the car. I didn't take the van, but uh, it was not ju- just breathtaking sights. However, you make sure you've got gas in yeah. here. And, and our friend Jeff Cohen uh, called me and he goes, Make sure you got a you know case of water in the back and you know your first aid kit and all that stuff. All right, wouldn't have, would not have thought of that. Yeah, I mean it's not like traveling Route sixty six in the fifties, but it's still yeah. You want to make sure you and I'm sure someone would come and help you out, but it's still just desolate enough to make you kind of think, hmm, you know what what would happen? It actually, happened that first time I went out there to play Oldies Band out in Marfa for David when David still was working at uh, um, Padres. Yes. Um, Alan Hill ran out of gas. Oh no! Yeah, he was. We took you know a couple of us took different cars because we had different plans or whatever. He didn't have gas in his fanny pack. 
<laughs> no gas in the fanny pack. No gas in no. the fanny pack. Yeah. And that was. Maybe you should have worn it in the back. Maybe. Mm. Uh, gas in the um, so but. David Beebe of L. Orbit's fame mm-hmm. uh, in Marfa, and he booked the, the oldies, oldies band to play. Uh, we did a Friday night at um, Railroad Blues in Alpine, and then we did a Saturday night at Padres in uh, in Marfa. We stayed in Alpine when I took the kids out there. Yeah, gorgeous. It's a neat little town. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my favorite was was the Starlight Cafe in in uh, in um, just outside Big Bend. What's the what's the Ghost Town out there. Terlingua? Yeah, Terlingua. Thank yeah. you. So. The coffee was a marathon, I think you said. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. In a hotel, and it was a Houstonian-trained barista yeah. that uh, lit me up. Yeah. It's lit it's uh, it's definitely weird out there. Yeah. The whole, I mean, all that is just like, just a whole different country, a different mm-hmm. world out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to we're gonna have to do that coffee table book. I'm, I'm serious. We're, we're going to have to do a... A coffee table uh, picture book of our of our travels, sure. Because we're we're going back out there. We're going to do that. We're going to do that one again. That was, that was that was just uh, La Kiva. We want to play at La Kiva and Starlight. You know, when we go back to Terlingua. <laughs> I haven't been to Big Bend since I was a kid. I think the last time I was there was with my dad. We used to go to uh, hike up to the window. Yeah, uh, which is the main thing I remember about that place. We would we would camp there. In that that valley, whatever that place is called, or the basin, I can't remember what it's called, where the window is. And then uh, that hike from the from the camping area to the window is actually quite a haul. It's like a lot further than you. At least I remember it being pretty far <laughs> as a kid. But that was stunning. Do you have you been there? You mm-hmm. know the window is. Yeah. Yeah. I I um, I, I don't. Well, my idea of camping is uh, room service and air conditioning. And showers and so 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 camping tents not my thing, but we we did so I, I stayed with that we we rented a cabin myself and my kids and uh, we I was just telling this story, uh, um, so I I decided to go for like a run slash hike it was right by right by the mountain right beside the 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 uh, park there in Big Bend, so I I just start running up the mountain, and next thing I know I'm. At the top of it, oh yeah, gone for hours, just no oh, water, yeah. no nothing, just yeah. just running gear, and didn't realize that I hadn't mentioned to the kids that I might be gone for a while. I didn't think I was gonna. I just thought I was gonna do a little, little run, you know, run for an hour. But it's the desert, and there's bears and there's snakes and there's all kinds of stuff, and so I make it to the top of this mountain and come back down. And actually, coming down was the hardest part, believe it or not, which I was not because I'm not equipped. Uh, for you know for thinking of that stuff so uh, anyway i make it back down the kids had already called the park ranger they were terrified they thought that i'd been you know oh. you did that too in vegas a couple of years ago uh we were out there uh it was it was somewhere it wasn't the usual the, the, i think it was red rocks but it was a different area of red rocks that we hadn't walked in before and we were all walking together and Mike and, and, and Wes and I got distracted by this huge rock off to the side, so we were taking pictures of it, and you just kept going. And pretty soon I realized that we didn't know where you were. Like, and I think like an hour went by before, because there, no, there was no connectivity out yeah. there. It was like it would come and, and it would come and they would go away again. And so I, I, I kept walking up and walking up and on trying to see if I could get some connectivity. <laughs> and I texted you, hey, you, you okay? Where are you? And eventually a text came back and said, but uh, can't walk, out of water. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Just joking. And eventually, you you reappeared. But yeah, there's something about those desert landscapes that just I just I, I, I draws go, you in. Yeah, I did the same thing in Santa Fe too. Around up a mountain, no water, and uh, the people would stop. It was a hiking trail, and it was a pretty steep climb. But they'd stop and they'd go, Are "You okay? Do, do you want some water?" And you know, say, "No, I'm good. What, what's wrong with you?" I you know, and I'm not I'm not human when it comes to to that, but. Uh, I guess the Houston, the Houston running has got me acclimatized anyway to, so if I, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm going to maybe, uh, do one of those death Valley runs. Wow. Yeah. Said, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> I can't drive 26 miles without getting tired. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. Nice. Yeah. So the, the 
touring. Yeah, no, we're, we're not going to be doing that for a while. Yeah, didn't look like so it. I, I guess we can threaten all we want. Yeah, we're going to do a coffee table book of all our tours. Of all our tours, that may happen. Yeah, this one is. Uh, this one is of the. Uh, this one's uh, Patrick's living room. Yeah, this is the and coffee. This is Patrick's shop living and, room from a different angle. Yeah, in Santa Fe and Santa Fe, Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me, I was just watching. Um, uh, the good, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm about to ask you about night. that. Yeah, yeah. Is any uh, any of Morricone, Mar- Morricone uh, just died recently? Yep. And uh, the guy who did the, the famous soundtrack to that film, I didn't know he did the Untouchables too. Uh, he did did not know that he did hundreds of soundtracks. I mean, he, yeah, was, he was incredibly prolific. He's done a bunch. Yeah. So I I, 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 I don't know if I'd ever actually watched the good, the bad, and the ugly all the way through. Really? Yeah. Which is weird because I know <laughs> it's one of those things that's so iconic that even if even if you haven't seen the movie, you'd know. Because there's people reference yeah. it all the time, though. Oh. I can do it. Oh, that sounded just like it. Yeah, like it. you <laughs> nailed it. Oh, was there? Clint? Too fucking early for me. Um, that was su- such a landmark movie. Such a just a huge moment in time for those pictures. I mean, so I, I watched that movie I, whenever it came out. I was I was extremely young, but that it blew my mind. It changed the way. I mean the 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 format the scenery the the camera angles the the music everything about it changed my way of looking at movies it was it was just it, it's, it's so incredible kind of like the godfather the godfather to me was it 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 wasn't that it was just so so intense to watch it it was just that the intensity followed you for the you know for for days and months afterwards, and there were so many scenes that just kept replaying in my head. And that was the same thing with with uh, with um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It, yeah. Pulp Fiction, the same thing. Mm-hmm. It just it just kind of latched onto you and became a part of your psyche nearly, and just replayed at different moments. And I just and, and actually, you'll hear that you you uh, the the good, the bad, and the ugly. You'll hear that. We did that. We haven't broken into that song yet because it's changed. Uh, but uh, we have that that song that we call Blaggature. Yes. That was that was our, you know, that was a that's our spaghetti a, western. Yes. Song, yeah. Yeah. And there's and there the, then so many so many songs have come from that. Just just, just that feel that mm-hmm. you know because that that Irish music and that Latin music. Um, th- th- there's a there's there's many points where they where they cross, and it doesn't have to be musically or rhythmically, or so. There's just a there's a similarity, and there's a there's there's places where these songs just can can gel together so well. It's 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 uh it's and I found it in many of the many of the stuff, many of the tunes that I've written, many of the songs that come to my head. I've got that kind of a kind of a Celtic and a um. You know, it's like a Western that, kind of yeah. feel, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, what did you think of the movie, Chad? I love it. I haven't, I haven't finished it, the whole thing. Oh God, damn it! I know. I, I this, is, this is my that two days. <laughs> this is my bad habit at home. Is I'll be working on something and I have to have the TV on while I'm working because oh. somehow it helps me focus. But at the same time, I can't focus on what I'm. It's like in, my mind is in a bunch of different places at once. Crazy. Have you ever tried cocaine? <laughs> I would. <laughs> my head would probably explode. Well, I, I, I think that's what you're doing. I think you're doing is cocaine light with your, you know, with, with the TV going and, and working on stuff. Because I've seen you work on stuff where you can be engrossed in it and mm-hmm. not, you know, unbudgeable. But that's to this me is something about it just gets too quiet sometimes like it's too quiet i gotta have something on and then then i'll, I'll get in a certain frame of mind where like shut up and i'll, I'll mute yeah, the tv yeah, yeah, yeah. i gotta focus on this and then sometimes I, I gotta have it on depends on what kind of work it is i guess but um, anyway but yeah so i i'll start watching a movie and i'll be sitting watching it and then i'll be like oh wait what about this you know and i can't i've talked about that before on the show on the show I, it's really hard for me to just focus on relaxing and watching something Man, there's so, so many. Like, I've gotten so bad. So with many it. nuances about that movie. Yeah, that you just need to catch. Just yes. like, well, that's what I'll do. Is I'll I'll keep winding it back. It's like shit, you know. So I'd, yeah, it's like either a piece of dialogue or just mm-hmm. uh, somebody the way somebody moves or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And understanding it. anyway, it's it's yeah. See, okay, now you said Untouchables and yeah, and uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Untouchables to me was so dated so fast. I don't know what. I, really? I, I, I Yeah, I, I just it became. It was very Hollywood and very sugar-coated and very 
just unbelievable in so many parts. It's the so you mentioned Ennio Morricone did the, the, the soundtrack for that movie, and to me, it's the soundtrack that makes it dated. Yeah, because it's oh, really? all it's all synthesizers and 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 very uh, very kind. I'll of, give you that, but I'll also give you this. Untouchable says, yeah. I thought that's the one with the snare. Yeah, but it's like a drum machine. Yeah, but it just sounds it just sounds like the music doesn't fit the era. You know, not that it's supposed to, that necessarily need to, but it just because it sounded so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It sounds more like a like a Bond film or something, maybe. Yeah. Kind of that that main theme. It's kinda I mean I liked it, but to me it just sounds But it also Kevin Costner and Sean Connery were very unbelievable. Uh, I thought Sean Connery's character was believable. Being a Irish Chicago policeman, yes. Kevin Costner, though, he's too. He's too I don't like Kevin Costner. I've, I've seen stuff. Where, I've seen stuff where he's all right. Kevin, call me. It's gonna be okay. The the movie where yeah. he plays the ball, the he plays the pitcher, and he's he's like the washed up pitcher, and he ends up throwing a no hitter at the end of it. Field of Dreams. No, even in that one, he just doesn't seem believable to me. He just, but anyway. Um, I did. I do, I do like the movie Untouchables just because Brian De Palma directed it, and the action I think is good. And I thought Andy Garcia was good. Andy However, Garcia was yeah, good. Yeah. The, the, the movie became dated quickly. The movie, The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, didn't ever deteriorate. Uh, Pulp Fiction, same thing. Uh, Godfather, same thing. Just because. The, well, I mean, Untouchables is not even anywhere near that. Yeah, I know, scale, I know. As I know. far as I mean, it, it's it's a fun story and it's yes. a fun movie to watch. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I can totally, I can totally see the dated part of it too. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and movies that, that become dated. Uh, I haven't been to a movie in so long. Obviously they're close, <laughs> but I haven't been to see a movie for so long. It has to be, it, it just has to be epic. It has to be a, it, it, something important. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and I mean, the, especially the way. Tickets prices are these days. Yeah, you know? I don't mind. I, I don't mind. I mean, it's it's, you're, it's inside the the one down the street. It used to be uh, uh, in the in the Bayou Theater. Oh no, it used to be. Um, I had a funny name. Sundance or yeah, it was it was like an like an indie indie kind yes. of what kind of what, what River Oaks was, but with more where? screens. Yes, the one on, on the Bayou. Bayou, the Bayou Center where the oh, yeah, yeah. cafe is. It was uh, it was Sundance for a while, and it was it started uh, off as the Angelica. Angelica. Angelica, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so now it's AMC. I think. AMC, yeah, but AMC. they still show um, some. I must some other show an interesting movie there. Yeah, but that's a great theater. It's a nice, nice little cafe and and uh, and uh, restaurant. And, yeah, uh, it's a comfortable theater. That was great, but <laughs> but they they then became became. Uh, AMC, AMC, AMC. But but be, you know, but before that, the, the 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 I again, I thought it was reasonably priced. It was just crappy having to park across yeah. the street underground, yeah. validate your park and all that stuff. It's just I went to go to see. see uh, I went to go see uh, No Country for Old Men there Classic. on a, on, a, on a Sunday noon showing, and it was a couple. It had been a few weeks if not a few months after that movie came out and I was the only one in the theater the only person in the theater and I got a little bit creeped out especially when Anton Chigurh starts walking around with his mm-hmm. little can of air and mm-hmm. busting people's heads open mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I had read the book yes the oh. book was I mean oh, speaking of that I just bought two uh, technically I bought four Cormac McCarthy books I bought the uh, the Border Trilogy which is all the pretty horses the crossing and the third one, and I bought the Blood Meridian because I wanted some light reading. <laughs> and if you know Cormac's writing, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> it is brutal, like violent and bloody. And I like it. And the Blood Meridian is about Texas in the 1850s, I think, and about them Indians and fighting and on the border. Love it. In Mexico. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Love wait. that. Love that stuff. Yeah. Were we on tour when we saw No Country yes. for Old Men? I know. Uh, I think it was Austin. Wasn't on Yeah, I just remember that you and I saw it. I well, maybe, maybe it's Philly. It might have been Philly. Yeah, but brilliant movie. Yeah, that movie will never die. It will never grow old. That one, and I watched that one in the theater. But then I also that same year I watched um, uh, There Will Be Blood. Oh yeah, with uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Good and, God, uh, can Paul that Thomas guy Anderson? ever calm down? That guy is 
I think he retired finally. I think he said he's going to retire. He's just like it takes too much out of me to, to play these characters finally because he, I mean, he puts himself in yeah. into the character so much so. And 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 there will be blood. Apparently, the guy that was supposed to play the preacher character, uh, Eli, he couldn't hang with Daniel Day Lewis because Daniel Day Lewis was, you know, was that guy Daniel Plainview twenty four seven. Yeah, like walking like him and talking like him, and even when they're having lunch, he was still. And the guy was like, "This is fucking weird," and he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. So they got that Paul Dano kid to come in, who was fucking brilliant. I mean, Paul Dano, the guy that played Eli, the minister, was just—I thought he was great, really, really well done. Anyway, movies, yeah, no country yes. movie movie review day. Welcome, Slabbercast episode, yeah. take two. So now you got to first of all, like we talked about this on Friday, you got to finish. The good and the and bad. The other two movies, movies, right? And you got to see the, the other two: right. a fistful of dollars and a few dollars more. Okay. And those two are the ones before mm-hmm. fistful of dollars, a few dollars more. And we all talk about the good and bad and the ugly, but these other two movies were done before, and they're awesome they're, as well. Yes, but everybody knows um, the good and the bad and the ugly because I think you know it's got Lee Van Cleef and Eli Wallace. So it's got three main main characters, major stars, maybe. I guess. I mean, they're, those yeah. are all. Uh, actors that were happening and uh, that were doing their stuff in America, and of course Clint's cowboy movies after that, like um, High Plains Drifter, is probably one of the best ones. Outlaw Josie Wales is a good that, one. That too. was the first one I ever saw. Outlaw Josie Wales, yes, yeah. That's and a good that one. movie, Hang stuff. Him High, is yeah. good. Yeah, but but fucking uh, High Plains Drifters really? is good. I just I, I stopped being a Clint Eastwood fan because of his frugal. Uh, you could kind of tell that they kept. They kept the first take just to kind of keep it going, and the 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 the, the acting seemed thin. The the when he acts, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just seemed like the, there was a lot of corners cut. That's how it seemed to me. I don't, I'm not a I'm not a Eastwood fan, but I, I certainly enjoyed that early stuff. I really enjoyed the, I, and I, I think the few dollars more and the the I think it's, um, Good Bad and the Ugly was was number was the best. Yeah. Outlaw Josie Wales was also incredible, but by then he was back in America making yes. movies. Those, yeah. those first three, the the spaghetti, the spaghetti westerns, for lack of a better term, which yeah. are great. I mean, they're yeah. all great. And then I don't forget Once Upon a Time in the West. That's the last, okay. right. last big um, Sergio Leone western. That's awesome. Which is where Mark Knopfler got that that yeah. song title from. Yeah. Obviously, right? yeah. What still still one of the best Dire Straits numbers. Yeah, one of the things that really hit me when I was such a, just just watching the first few minutes of The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly just. Uh, you can see how broadly influential it's been through. I mean, obviously Quentin Tarantino borrowed a lot from that. Just sort of, sort of the kitschy, you know, where they keep throwing up the titles: you know, the good, you know, the bad, the ugly. You know, throughout when they introduced those characters, it was right. kind of this pulp. pulp but that didn't happen until like way into the movie. Yeah, yeah, way in the movie. But yeah, yeah. you're fairly well in, and all of a sudden it's like the good. Wow, but it's, it's kind of this playfully yeah. kitschy kind of thing yeah. that, that Quentin was so fond of. The other thing that really hit me. Which uh, I always associate the beginning of Star Wars is bars a lot from like uh, Lawrence of Arabia and things like that. But the the that whole opening scene and the good man, bad and the ugly, where he goes to see, I guess he's a farmer, um, and they wind up having a really really fast gun gunfight. Um, it's just the even the building and everything. It looks like Mos Eisley. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole oh like the basically like the first. 30 minutes of Star Wars is basically the good, the bad, and the ugly um, in, in space. Interesting. I, I never realized how much Lucas got from that. Have you but, watched the uh, Kira Kurosawa movies? No, Fortress but I, I, some, well, no, I did see one of them, yeah. yeah. That one is, I think I did see that one. Those ones are the ones that Obviously. you'll see. Oh, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see all the Star Wars he, references. He got most, most of the character... The, the the character structure or whatever yeah. from, from Denison, but the, yeah. the setting. It's kind of the storyline, too. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I heard the Beatles were supposed to do the soundtrack to that. <laughs> You guys always sneak Star Sorry. Wars. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The men were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go Actually, get Chad was. I'll go get, yeah. I'll go get you guys some Legos. You guys can play together yeah. afterwards. Okay. Uh, Are they Star Wars Legos? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, Anywho. Yeah, that's that's a that's a whole other game because uh, I haven't been I haven't, like I said I haven't seen a movie in so long I haven't sat I, I can't sit and watch TV I can't you know uh, I would go to a movie theater though the the, the good the bad thing I think that was the or the good the bad the uh, no country for old man that was just 
insane how how great that movie was mm-hmm. and 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 I've always been a uh, I've always been a fan of Tommy Lee Jones but he even rose to you know to I mean Javier Bardem and 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 he were just ah. yeah and I'm not going to give away the ending but it doesn't have a happy ending I mean it, it just it just ends it just ends yeah it just yeah. ends and that's kind of the one thing that I liked about that. And, yeah. and, and, it's, and it's one of the few movies that I've seen where after reading the book and seeing the movie, it's exactly, exactly like the book. I wow. mean, yeah. I mean, it's that's, a, that's I mean, a rarity. It's not like they change anything in the movie yeah. because they wanted to have this or that or the other thing. I mean, it's, I mean, everything that you see in the movie is, is in the book. Wow. And just the, uh, I don't even know what I was thinking about. Cause I, I cause those Cormac McCarthy books showed up in the mail and I looked and I, I read the road, which is, Fucking brutal. I mean, yeah. Just they made a movie about it, which was eh. Movie was okay, but the book was just like, oh my god, just like kind of the shape of things to come if you think about it. Yeah, the world's kind of gone weird, like crazy, like like it's like there's only a few people left and people are scrounging and it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of a thing. You don't know why the world has ended, but it's basically this father and this son and they're trying to get to the to the seacoast or whatever, and it's just it's just terrible. But it's, I mean, it's powerful, but it's yeah. just like, I mean, I mean terrible in the way that it's just like, oh my God, I would never want that to happen to anybody in my life. And then, you know, No Country for Old Men, just the, just the, that character, you know, Anton Chigurh, just that, if you ever met a person like that in your life, you, I mean, you may not live to tell the tale about it, but like that whole scene at the gas station where he's flipping the coin and the guy's like, call it. What am I calling for? Everything. Everything. And you think that that guy is going to get his head, you know, caved in, and then he he wins, and you can see just the relief on his face because he understands what's about to happen, you know. And that whole scene is just again little nuancey things where it's like he puts the quarter down, he eats the bag of peanuts, he leaves the wrapper on the thing, and the way he says about the quarter, he's like, "This quarter's been traveling twenty five years to come to this exact point, and now you have to call it." Okay, I'll call it heads. He's like, "Heads, well done." And he pushes the quarter to him, and he's like, "Don't put it in your pocket, sir. Don't put it in your pocket. It'd be mixed up with all, all the rest of those coins, which it is." And it's like, what the fuck is he saying? You know? But it's genius. I mean, that writing is just genius. It's like, yeah. don't mix yeah. up the quarter that just saved your life because it's not just a coin, although it is. And that kind of duality in that character is what carries him through the whole movie. Yeah, he's on this righteous. He thinks he's on this righteous quest to get that money back and he'll do anything to get it. But he also has this kind of weird, like, um, what's the word I want? Um, like, uh, he has these rules. He has his own set of morals. Like to finish this job, I have to eliminate this person, eliminate this person, eliminate that person. I don't have to, but I'm going to. Yeah. And for him, that's morally right. When it's just like, I gave you your money. Let me go. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah. anyway, that's a crazy, that's a daily occurrence around here, boy. Filmed in Del Rio, Texas, by yeah. the way, a little bit, a little bit. David said that, uh, there will be blood. It was filmed out, out in the outskirts of Marfa. David who? BB. Okay. Cause they were all staying in the, in Marfa at the time. And he said, that um, uh, no country was filmed more towards the, um, Del Rio. Yeah. Cause of that border crossing and stuff like that. When, yeah. When 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 uh, 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 Josh Brolin like crawls into Mexico after the shootout and Medico and gives the mariachi band standing over him hundred bucks, it's genius. Yeah, it's so good. I know. I want. I, know, I want to see it. I want again. To watch it. I want to go home and watch I it now. Want to see it now. <laughs> now. A lot of these scenes I don't remember. I don't think I, I think I only saw it that one time. Well, it's worth a second viewing. It definitely is. If you don't Apparently on the so. computer, definitely is editing down this ludicrous podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a twisty turvy podcast for sure. Speaking of ludicrous, I did watch Spaceballs the other night too. <laughs> ludicrous speed. <laughs> no idea. It's kind of ridiculous. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks? His take oh, on Star yeah, Wars. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently the deal and I'll, I like this short because I know I'm boring everyone with my my movie trivia. But like Mel Brooks I don't know if it was him or his team approached George Lucas and said Hey, we're doing this movie. It's kind of a mostly a parody on Star Wars. Is it cool? And he, and George said, 
Yeah, it's cool. You just can't put on any merchandise for it, which is, sucks because it, it would be a, a fun kind of a thing. I'm sure you can buy a Spaceballs yeah. shirt somewhere now. But there's this whole scene in the middle where yogurt opens up the store and it's got like the, you know, space ball is a lunchbox, space ball is a breakfast cereal, space ball is a flamethrower, you know, all that kind of shit. <laughs> but all that shit got thrown away because they couldn't, because George said they couldn't use it. So. Oh, jeez. Anyway. There you go. I'm done talking for the day. Whoops. Beatles were going to do the soundtrack for that too. No, they weren't. Oh. Although Bon Jovi's on it. it really? Yeah. He's well, in the now movie? I'll go see it. Yeah. Don't act like it ain't cool. It's the scene where they're in the Winnebago, the very first time the Winnebago shows up, and uh, and John Candy's character is eating the dog food and dancing. It's a, it's a Bon Jovi song. John Candy, that's why I didn't see it. I don't know why you're dogging on John Candy, man. He's, I, I never liked he's him. He's dead. I mean, what can you do? Well, you can have a feast. You're into that kind of Yeah. I liked him on SCTV. Um, I thought he was funny on SCTV. Yeah. Not familiar. Man. You never saw SCTV? No. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It, it, it was very, there really aren't a whole lot of comedy skit shows I can think of that were like that because it was, it was so in depth. Like they would have these continuing storylines. It was so weird. Yeah. It's, it, it was all the Canadian guys. It was Rick Moranis, uh, Dave Thomas, Catherine O'Hara. You know any of these people? I know Eugene. Rick Moranis. I'm not a fan. I know Catherine O'Hara. I like her. Yeah. Work. Uh, John Candy, John, uh, Eugene Landy. Who's in Schitt's Creek and yeah. all kinds of things? He was in Best in Show. Right. Eugene Levy. Yeah. Yes, I'm a big yeah. fan of his. Uh, Martin Short. You say Martin him. Short yeah. and Don't the like lady him. who was in a bunch of stuff. I can't think of what her name is now. Shelly Long. No. Uptown. No. Anyway, and it was. The, I'll and, get it right and, one uh, day, Shelly. Call me. Joe Flaherty, who played Count Floyd, one of my favorite characters of all time. Oh, like yeah. the, the guy dressed like a vampire. Was he that would howl like a wolf. Oh. Three House of Pancakes. Come on. And it would come, uh, when I was a kid, it would come on NBC after David Letterman, I think. Um, or maybe it was after uh, Tom Snyder. We had CBC, so yeah. we, had, we had the Canadian channels where I grew up. Oh, okay. So it would show up on there at any random moment. So I think it was David Letterman, then Tom Snyder, and then SCTV. But anyway. anyway. Whatever way it was, it sounds like a blast. <laughs> that sounds... And it was like an hour-long show, too, wasn't it? Chariots of Eggs. Remember that? No. When they're running down the beach with the egg and you know that game you put the egg in a spoon, spoon and you try yeah. to run and not drop it. They did chariots of fire, but chariots of eggs. They're running down the beach. I think John Cougar Mellencamp was the guest on that one show. So stupid, but funny. Anyway, I got to stop talking. <laughs> Getting all liquored up on coffee and talking about nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yes. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> yeah. What uh, What's on tap for this week? So what's on top of this? So we're gonna, we're gonna. I think we should nail those songs down, and, uh, d- and then we'll figure out the date and debut. And I think what we should do is too is because of you know our our wonderful Patreon crew. I think we should give them a little uh, little uh, sweet sixteen clip. See if they see if yeah. they dig it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, just do a little three piece. I like the sound of that. Yeah, I can remember how to play it first. Yo, you, you, it'll I'll come to my you. email. I don't recall getting a copy of it, but I'll, I'll okay. No, I'll just, uh, okay. I'll ask. And then, and then also, uh, yeah, keep, uh, you know, stay in touch with us, if you will, on and our, stay in touch with yourselves. Yes. Oh, that sounds back, back after these commercial messages. Um, we're going to keep a, keep a hold, keep a hold of the, uh, social media crap and all that stuff because we're going to, uh, we're going to, as soon as we nail down what we're going to do with Jason, we're going to have, uh, some video. Uh, we're going to make a video, mm. maybe two, maybe three. We'll see. We have some time. And uh, we're going to do that. And then also, I, 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 also I, I don't know if we mentioned this on the on the show before, but I was looking at the stats on our uh, Spotify and Pandora and all that stuff. And it just, it's, it's just, just mind numbing how, how these numbers are growing. So if you're listening to us on Pandora or Spotify or any of those, thank you. Yeah. That's just been that's it it's uh, uh I, I, I the last number i can remember was something like 115,000 new new listeners on on spot i think it was spotify a few months ago or and these numbers just keep climbing and climbing and, climbing and we're 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 so we're so grateful for anybody you know sharing this stuff or listening to this stuff or doing whatever it's you know we're just we can't thank you enough we're we're, we're going to put some new stuff out now and uh, hopefully you like that as well, but just that that was 
something that's just been, I, I've been recording, I, I think I told you last week, I've been, uh, Pandora lets you record these, we have to get you to do some as well. Yeah. Um, hmm? Pandora lets you record these, just the, the little blurbs that you can put on your, on your channel. So, you know, before a song plays, oh, cool. a little message from the band. So I've been doing some of those. I did one for the last live stream. I'll be doing them now for this. Uh, Excellent. This, this upcoming and, you know, future uh, podcast and whatnot, but it's it's just it's a great tool, and not not a lot of people know that that's a lot. Not a lot of bands know that this is available to them. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be putting that out, and and, and you know for for listening on all those places and telling your friends and stuff like that. Thank you very much. We're we're much much obliged. Yes. All right. And uh, yeah, we'll be ha- going to have some video news here in a few minutes. We're getting ready to meet our friend Jason Yu and uh, move on with this. Craziness, yeah. I think we may have uh, Jeff Duncan on the show soon. Yeah, Jeff. Well, yeah. Maybe next oh week. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. next week. Uh, awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Jeff Duncan, our 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 uh, our fiddle player, who's who's never really been a official member of the band, but pretty much is <laughs> at this point. He's a, he's a secret weapon. Yes. Yeah, definitely yes. a secret weapon. So we've got a lot of stories to tell with him because he's known us for a long, long time. Yes, and it's his mother Kathy that had her birthday. Uh, it's today, but. It's today. It's also today. Happy birthday, Kathy. We love you. Yeah. All right. I guess that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, hanging on there. Thanks for indulging yeah, us, I don't Patrick. Know what the hell we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> there was no no script this yeah. week. Hey, that's the best way, as usual. Yeah. All right. Dig it. See y'all. Thanks. <laughs>